Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 1065. It is. And good morning. What's up, 6 o'clock club? Here we go. This is your tax day show. Let's check in first with you, 410-583-1065. Anybody that's awake in Maryland, first thing in the morning, we just want to say hello, see how you're feeling. Anybody got some good news to share? Let us know. Jess, who's up? Good morning and happy Tuesday to Veronica. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, are here. Jess are from Westminster. Hi to Anthony from Catonsville. John from Middle River checking in. Beautiful Beverly is here. Cindy in Westminster. Good morning to Clever Kevin, Magic Mike in Pasadena. Juan and a million is checking in. Our neighbors, BTSZ, Sexy Dan, Christine, Lou and Glen Bernie, Terrence, Linda from Woodbine. And who else is up with us? Bonehead uh, from Roland. Happy Tuesday. How are we feeling about tax day? You got yours done a while ago. You've been done. Mm-hmm. You feel happy with your return? No. It's Why? fine. Just because it's, I, I, you know, I do it the legal way, unlike yeah. you. So <laughs> I, well, don't get, I don't get all crazy. So all I, crazy amount of money back. What Jess is talking about is I had the same tax guy for about 10 years. And this guy specialized in. He had a good run. He had a me, good run. It, it was a good decade. Hey. Y'all, I got to be honest with you. Like this guy, I don't know what he did. But Kramer almost went to a federal prison. Almost went to prison yeah. multiple times, and I can tell you this now because I feel like the the statute of limitations is over. Yeah, y'all. The first year this man did my taxes, I could have bought a small car with how much money. And I, y'all, I don't even make I don't make like a ton of money by any means. But the amount of money he found mm-hmm. some way somehow, I could have bought a used small car easily. I was yeah. like, wait, what? And so this year, well, what happened was ran into a little bit of an issue last year, mm-hmm. right? Where all of a sudden I got a $500,000 tax bill. And so I switched to a new woman. And I'm like, and she, I think, is very by the book. And yeah. I'm like, I think I want somebody kind of in between the two. Mm-hmm. I think I want somebody that kind of pushes the limits a little bit. Because I got my, how much money I will be getting back. And I'm like, this doesn't feel gratifying anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't look forward to, to tax day like I used to. Some of y'all dread it, though. I feel so bad. I can't imagine. If you're one of those people having to, like, write a massive check, especially if you own a business. I have a lot of business owners get, get in a situation where all of a sudden you owe, like, $10,000, $20,000. That can really be crappy. How are you feeling today? Are you having to pay? Are you getting a refund? Some of y'all may be thrilled. This students, may be a vacation. Students get money, which is awesome. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Some of y'all may just be thrilled today. Now. 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 These are the 
the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. A new report from Wallet Hub released a report of the most diverse cities in America. And Maryland has made this list. So they ranked the 501 largest cities in the U.S. in five main diversity categories. Socioeconomic, cultural, economic, household, and religious diversity. And the top three cities overall are dare. all in Maryland. Don't you dare all say. All top three. Columbia. Silver Spring ranked third place. Okay. Germantown came in second. And for the first time, I'm not saying Columbia as number one. No, Columbia actually ranked pretty low on this list. It was Gaithersburg was listed as the most diverse city in the U.S. Rockville also got 13th place, which is pretty awesome. At the bottom is going to be Brattleboro in Vermont at 501. Our inside joke here is anytime there's a wallet hub survey, Columbia, Maryland, always has to rank at the top. And it doesn't really matter what it is. That's why I'm surprised. Like, for some reason, I'm shocked that Columbia, Maryland, not, we think there might be somebody that works there. Because mm-hmm. we say no matter what it is, Columbia is, like, always at the top of their list. But that's cool. I mean, honestly, very cool, very cool. what a gift that is to live in a place where you've got so many different people, so many different ideas, so many different cultures all in one spot, and you got three of the biggest cities right here. It's cool. Number two. So today is tax day, and 49% of Marylanders said they'd rather have jury duty than do their taxes. So to make it a little better, a few chain restaurants are offering you some deals today. Boston Market is offering a meal deal for $10.40 all day today, today only. Cheesecake Factory is giving $10.40 off a $50 purchase. Just use the code TAXDAY1040 for your online or DoorDash orders. And Hooters has a 1040 easy meal with W2 Blue Moons. So you can get an entree for $10.40 and $2 beers today. Number one. Jamie Foxx is still hospitalized in Atlanta after experiencing a medical complication that caused him to stop filming his upcoming Netflix movie, Back in Action. Doctors are currently running tests to determine the cause of the issue. His daughter announced the news on Instagram, stating that he is already on his way to recovery. Production of the movie initially stopped after the incident, but has now resumed without Fox. And his medical condition is the latest delay in the filming of this movie, Prior to the medical incident, Fox reportedly had a meltdown on set a few weeks ago, which led to the firing of several crew members and upset Cameron Diaz. I don't... This whole movie feels like it's been cursed from the beginning. Wasn't there another issue at the very beginning of filming? Like I just said the issue right now. No, but I mean like months and months and months ago. That's the issue. The, the thought- issue of him having a meltdown and firing a ton of people and then Cameron Diaz questioning like why did she come back to acting? Maybe and that's it what it bizarre. was. Maybe it was her side of it being like, wait, what? It just mm-hmm. feels like this movie is, is cursed at this point, you know? I feel bad for him, you I know? know? Clearly, I- whatever, whatever's going on with him sucks. And I hope he's okay because we actually don't know what the condition is, so we're still waiting to find that out. This yep. is Jess, and that was your top three. How long have you gone without talking to a member of your family? And, like, who was the one that gave in? I don't know how to do this, man. I don't know how most families typically handle situations like this. Because it's now going on four months, and I feel like somebody's got to do something. So, I have not talked to my brother or my sister. I'm the middle child. I haven't talked to my brother and sister since... Christmas was the last time we spoke mm-hmm. and there was a big blow up between the three of us and and I promised my mom I wouldn't talk about it publicly about what happened. She was so mortified by it. And she's like, don't please never bring it up on the radio. I said, okay, I promise. So I can't tell you what happened. But what I can tell you is that I walked away from that situation telling them basically, listen, I'm done. All right. 
I'm done with all this drama between the three of us. If you guys want to have a relationship with me, you know where to, you know where to get me. That's it, right? <laughs> and then I, I back away. You know away. where to find me. You know where to find you know, me. You know my phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking away. Now, in that moment, I felt like, okay, well, like, you know, give it a week or two. Things will calm down. Mm-hmm. They'll reach out to me. And things will be fine again. By the end of January, we'll be back to business, right? Well, here it is now. It's mid-April. And nobody has tried to make it better yet. And what's really upsetting me about this is that my dad's 75th birthday is this weekend. And to be honest with you, I don't feel comfortable going to down to Georgia to celebrate with them because I made this big proclamation of like, hey, listen, that's it. I'm not tolerating this kind of stuff anymore. I'm out of here, right? Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm kind of missing out on family time. Right. And I feel like if I were to go back and be the first one to say something, then forever I have like lost any kind of ground to stand up for myself with inside my family. Does that make sense? So now I I see where you're coming from with that. So now I'm sitting here kind of balancing this out of like, how do do you do this? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody's been in a spot like this before where you basically had to like put your foot down with your family. How did it ever get better? Because I think that especially with family stuff, and my family typically isn't like this. We I don't think I've ever had to like put my foot down and say like walk That's away it, I'm like done. that. Yeah. Is this the longest you guys haven't spoken? No, ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. And I'm not trying to be like I mean it's petty for sure, but I feel like if I now am the one that goes back and says, Okay, listen, we can all be good again, even though all that drama went down for Christmas, we can all be fine, then forever. I'm going to have to be the one that's all, they're always going to think, okay, we can walk all over him and he'll always come back and it's going to be fine. But at the same time, like, I want things to get better. Waiting for them to, like, come around and say something to me because that's the last thing I said was, when you're all ready, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. How do you handle a situation like this? I don't know. Thoughts? Um, I know that you were the one that said that, but you're going to be, you're, you have to be the one to, like, talk to them first. And I think because they're, because you made that big statement, I feel like with these kinds of situations, though, it's communication is like the worst. I know you like walked away and you're expecting them to like come back to you and talk to you. But obviously that hasn't happened. And I think um, I I go through this a lot. The longest I haven't spoken to my parents, I think, was almost a year. Wow. And it was it was devastating. It was a really dark time in my life. It was a dark time in my uh, just for all of us as a family. Who was the one that walked away? It was me. You said I don't want communication with you guys anymore. Well, no, I just well, actually, they they stopped talking to me. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't like answer my phone calls or anything like that. And it was because I kept bringing things up to the surface that they didn't want to acknowledge. So when they stopped answering, I stopped calling and that went on for like a year. Mm -hmm. And I think the people who can't necessarily are just not as good as expressing aren't going to be the ones to reach out. Mm -hmm. And my sister and I just had a, a conversation about this recently where she was like, well, they should do this. They, 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 right. And I feel like if you want to set boundaries, you have the power to create the kind of relationship that you want to have. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, you have to set your pride aside and you're going to be the one that's going to have to come forward if you want to speak to them. Otherwise, we're going to be having this conversation in (laughs) November. Guys, it's Christmas 2026. Who was the person that came around with you and your parents? Me. Yeah. But it wasn't so much as like, oh, you're going to walk all over me. It's me being like, so... Are we, I'm, 
either we're going to have a relationship or not. And if you want to have a relationship with me, this is how it's going to go. This is Lisa from Bel Air. Good morning, Lisa. Hi, good morning. What's going on? So whatever happened to that soulmate you swore you were going to get? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, spoiler alert: I don't have a soulmate yet. Um, let me let me back this up for those that are, are newer to our show, or maybe you missed this. So, I I got an email, which then led to a phone call to from a woman that says that she's a psychic here in Maryland, and she said, "Hey, listen, this is so weird. This came to me. I just feel like you need to know this. Mm-hmm. I feel like you are either going to meet or reconnect with your soulmate in the next three months. Now, that would have been back in like mid December, right? Yeah. So we were kind of following the story along and like everybody that I met I was like are you my soulmate like maybe you're my soulmate maybe you're my soulmate uh so as it started to get more real uh I think I started to get more scared and I don't know if you missed this episode or not but I came in and I said yo I think I actually may I know this may blow some of your minds may be a smidge commitment phobic uh, Jessica, don't. <laughs> why? Why do you sit back in your chair? I just, I just wait for you to say things, engage. You know. Well, Jess has been saying it for years, and I didn't. I, I. Yeah, he's been in, in denial been in for denial. years. So I, you know, it's cool that you're being able to acknowledge things and stuff like yeah. that. So, but to be honest with you, I still kind of kept an open mind into could this be something but at the same time like like i guess like january y'all i went back into therapy because i was like holy crap i am i am pretty scared of like being in a relationship if you're new to our show as of the end of this month i'll i've been divorced for five years and haven't had like what i would consider a public relationship you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i've dated like we knew about miss california we knew about a couple other women in the last five years but nothing there was like like officially public like long term at all you know so um that's that is it that is kind of the update is that i as of right now i don't have uh i did not meet anyone in the last three months that i you know considered a soulmate but I'm also willing to admit that, like, maybe that's my own fault, if that makes any sense. I mean, maybe it's just time to give it a rest for a little bit. I just, okay, so here's the thing about being divorced for five years, is you really start to question where the problem is. Because for the last, (laughs) okay, because... The last five years, I was like, maybe I just haven't met the one. Y'all, I've had so many friends. What? Like my what ex- do they tell you? What do your friends First say all, to you? I'm saying that have been in that last five years have been divorced and are now remarried. Yeah, you well, know? What are these friends saying to you right now? I have met. I have met my ex-wife, for example, remarried. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't count. She's- moved on, but completely moved on with her life. And I'll be in the, a complete moment of honesty and like vulnerability is like I. I'm at a point now where, like, I don't know if maybe this is ever going it's me. to happen. I'm the problem. It's me. Taylor, like, Taylor spoke to me like that. But it doesn't mean you're never going to find it. I think what's really cool is this is the first time that you're acknowledging that you bring some issues that need, that to the table that need to be worked through. And it's not so much the partner that's going to be the answer, but it's you needing to work through things. And those are your answers. And then, you know, the relationship will follow. And I feel like this is the first time that you've actually been able to admit that. Because a lot it was, of it... I thought it was y'all's fault. No, a lot of it is it's, it's <laughs> someone else's fault or they're not checking these boxes. Yeah. Which, that's not going to work. Lisa, what do you think? What do you think about my romantic future? I'll, I'll let you be the psychic. Will I, will I meet somebody? Again, five years coming up. Will I meet somebody soon? Your, your thoughts. I mean, I think in five years from now, that could you could be open to that. But I think she's on to something there where you need to figure out your own 
stuff. <laughs> yeah. So ten years by ten years of divorce, then I'll finally you think find somebody. A decade goes by, and maybe by it's then. Fine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So how far can you go over your wedding budget until it becomes a problem? <laughs> She's 11 years old and really savvy. Just gets advice with dear Abby. 1065. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, tis the season, right? Yeah, that's where we are, people. All right, welcome to this week's edition of Dear Abby. If you've never been here for one of these before, Jess, who is Abby? Abby is my 11-year-old niece. She lives in California. I'm really close. Uh, we're really close. And so I just talked to her about different things that are going on in my life. And I don't have a financial advisor, so I just talked to my niece. <laughs> life and financial advice. What's happening this week? Well, I'm just trying to, like, gauge what's worth it and what's not as far as, like, spending money on my wedding. And I have a budget, but, like, how far do you go? And is it a problem or is it, like, the once-in-a-lifetime thing that you just got to do? Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's better to have the wedding of your dreams and be broke or stay on budget and miss out on experiences. This is like basically what I'm battling with myself on a daily basis of like planning the wedding. Like in part of the process is just having to pick and choose things that like you can't do because you can't afford them and that's okay. But then also trying to decide like what's worth it because you're genuinely missing out on like this once in a lifetime experience. If you want it to be the wedding that you want, Go all out. You only live once. This is like a one-time thing. Go all out. It's worth it to be low-key broke then is what you're saying to me? If you want to make it special, it's fine to be broke. (laughs) (laughs) Until my birthday happened, I had, no joke, 39 cents in my wallet. (laughs) I had like $100 before. I spent it on like Sanrio and Sonic, though. That was it. But do you regret it? 
Nope. <laughs> Thanks, Abby. Love you. Love you. Wow. I mean, her mind, she's like, I still got 39 cents, so I'm she's fine, She's like, Sanrio and Sonic, it's no regrets, it. baby. Okay, so, so if, you, if, if you were... Oh, okay. If you were to have everything you want, in case you don't know, Jess is getting married in about a year now, about a year and a month. Yeah, like 300 and something days. What, how far over budget would you go? Oh, everything I wanted? Mm, yeah. Over uh, budget. Okay. Which I'm, this isn't what I'm doing, but if I could, yeah. I, I could probably easy do like uh, at least 20 <sighs> over. Over. If I wanted to, which I can't. Well, Not much, even if I want. I just can't. How much over do you think you will go? Five. <sighs> that's a lot of money, dude. It is a lot of money. And that's already, you've already As of right now, well, no, I, I haven't agreed. I, I can see it in the, in the future. I don't want that to be, but just mm-hmm. according to my current calculations, <laughs> if I don't figure it out, I'm going to be $5,000 over. I'm just curious, you know, going off Abby's advice here, for those people that went over wedding budget... Did you regret it in hindsight? Yeah. Because if you could easily spend 20 grand extra, but it'd be the best 20 grand you ever spent, you might think twice about it. But you need 20 grand to spend 20 grand, though. You could take out a credit card. Stop it. Then we don't take my advice. Yeah, crazy. Don't. Let's do this. Listen, let's let's see if we can set a record here. Who went the most over their budget? Hello, Lisa from Always Mills. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We are good. Your wedding I'm went okay. over. <laughs> she is a little conflicted, and we're trying. And we're using you for this. You know, we're trying to figure out who in Maryland can set the record for the the most over budgeted wedding. So you you did go over budget by how much money? It was almost thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand dollars. That is a. This, is, this was our second. This is both my husband and I's second wedding, and it was more of the things that we wanted. We had an oyster bar, open bar. Okay. We had, yeah. we had so we had a really really beautiful, and it was at the um, the Baltimore Zoo Mansion. It was really beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. So when you I hear only do what was best for me. When you hear Jess, when you hear Jess saying like I could, I, she could easily go twenty grand over. Do you tell her to go for it and figure it out later? If she can afford it, and her and her uh, fiance is okay with it, every you know, my husband and I, then fiance, we talked about it. What we wanted. This wedding, our second wedding, was more about us. They had all of our favorite things, like oysters. Right. We had lamb chops, so we had all of the favorite things that we loved. Right. You know, your first wedding, and this is our second, and we can afford it. So that's, why not? And that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's you got true. the money, but thirteen over budget, man. That ain't no joke. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're so very welcome. Have a good day. You too. 410-583-1065. Goodness gracious. Who's this on one? Uh, this is Debbie from Kingsville. Debbie, this this was your daughter's wedding, but you guys have went how far over on budget? We went $23,000 over the budget. God, oh 23000 man. $23,000. That's a nice used car. That's a luxury used car. Oh my what in the world? How did y'all go so far over budget? So we really, we had a really good budget planned out, but we were some of the estimates we were using, you know, not the wedding wire and stuff like that. It yeah. was just off a little bit because once you choose <laughs> okay, wait, a lot wait, of, wait. of the wedding, a lot of it, but once you choose your theme and your venue, yeah. you have to then go all in on everything else. And really it was florals and decor and lighting and things that we just, didn't estimate enough in our budget for. Wait, what um, was what was your original budget? If you don't mind us asking. 
The original budget was a hundred and forty thousand dollars. It's my only daughter. Oh, I'm not kidding. Let, let, let me be your only like, son, Debbie. Adopt Debbie. me. Adopt me. She went 23 no, over 104K? Where is your daughter? Where is she? I will, I, will, I will marry your daughter today. I want photos of this wedding now. If it doesn't work out, I'm, I'm available. I'm going to throw up. My God. I agree, Dad, and it's our only daughter, so we've been saving for a really long time. Oh, girl, you wedding. are blessed. You, Hey, man. God bless you guys. No, That's you amazing. But I will tell you, it was worth every cent, whether oh. it's $5,000, 20000 My, my daughter and son-in-law. Coming, coming from the woman that spent $130,000 oh on my a wedding. God. Oh, my God. My daughter and son-in-law both said it was the best night of their lives. They better be. <laughs> I swear to they better not have a better night than that. <laughs> there was, uh, it's it's good to hear, yeah. but you so you I mean but but again in in perspective here you still spent a ton more money than you we and, did. and you don't regret that twenty three thousand extra dollars. I don't regret it. Everyone had fun. The room was breathtaking and the looks on their faces yeah. and if you knew my daughter and son in law they're they're not they're, they're pretty stiff people, to be honest. Yeah, so be that, that, nice. that smile was $124,000. They were smiling from morning to night and just had the night of their lives. How Good. could you not? I mean, we'd all you're, be smiling. You're so sweet, Debbie. Thank you for calling us, Debbie. You're welcome. Have a great day. Let me read you the best text message we've got all day. And always feel free to text us, call us, 410-583-1065. It said, okay, can y'all get Debbie back on the phone? Because I need to know what on earth you spent $163,000 on a wedding for. Like, what does she have, dancing giraffes? Yo, that's a real ass question. I know. I want Debbie to come back and do a breakdown of everything that was at that wedding. We were, Jess was talking a couple minutes ago about about going over her wedding budget by possibly $5,000. And do we think it would be worth it? Mm -hmm. And we were talking people who went over their wedding budget asking that question. Well, Debbie calls in, sweetest woman in the world. So sweet. And she said she went about 23000 23000 Her daughter went to, uh, 23000 over her budget. And I'm like, but wait, how, and, much, well, how much was the original budget, I was, I was assuming she went from... Forty thousand to sixty thousand. I'm like, okay, that's. I mean, it's it's dramatically higher. But if and this is already, massive amounts of money, by the way. Like, this is insane. If you're already spending that much money, that's crazy. Hey, Wendy, what's up? I was just gonna tell Jess. No one's gonna remember what her wedding looks like. They're gonna remember the atmosphere, the food, and the party vibe. Do, yeah. you, do you think people have remembered uh, the, the $140,000 wedding we just talked about? Because I think I, would, I think I would remember everything about oh that wedding. That would be the best night of my life. I would is, never. Like, I would never. I only have one daughter, and she is as spoiled as they come, but I can tell you her wedding will not be $140,000. <laughs> I never even heard like the. I think the most expensive wedding I've ever been to was like sixty thousand dollars, and that was like right. immaculate. I don't know what in the world no. you do for double that money. Oh my god! The only thing I was going to say to Jess is if you can pinch pennies on the type of flowers yeah. and the type of decorations and go all out on food and ambiance, mm-hmm. like you, like your lightsabers and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You want the party, you, yeah. you want the vibe, yeah. no one's going to care about what type of flower you put on that table. That's a good okay. point. Really, really, really good point. Thank you so much, Wendy. <laughs> Congrats. Have a great wedding, Jess. I wish I could be there. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> now. 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 These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Okay. 
number three. The Muppets are coming to Maryland. A Jim Henson exhibit is coming to Maryland Center History and Culture next month. The creator of the Muppets was born in Mississippi, but he relocated to Maryland in the fifth grade. And the MCHC describes the Jim Henson exhibition, Imagination Unlimited. It's basically a homecoming for the creator. You're going to see hundreds of puppets, sketches, costumes. They're going to have their own uh, build-your-own Muppet station. So this is going to run starting May 26th through December 30th. And tickets go on sale April 24th. And you can get all that info at mdhistory.org. That's cool. Yeah. Number two. McDonald's has announced that they are changing their burgers, including the Big Mac recipe. This is what's happening. The Big Mac is getting more Big Mac sauce. So a writer for People actually already tried it and are saying the the burger is more like a messy pub burger rather Mm. than like your run-of-the-mill drive-thru thing. The buns are changing. The cheese will be meltier. The onions are also changing. And all of these updates are going to be applied to every single burger on the menu. So the changes are actually already rolling out to locations on the West Coast. And then they'll be everywhere by early next year. I feel like that's probably something that has to get done. Is it? Well, there's just so much competition in that space now. You know, you can get a burger literally any corner. So like, but it's, I feel like. uh, Listen, no, do not. We we are not starting another campaign to bring back the old Big Mac (laughs) because we are already just way too deep with chilies. Number one. I think we might have a new couple alert. It seems like the rumors might be true that Kylie Jenner and actor Timothy Chalamet are dating. The two were recently spotted on a secret date night outside of a taco shop in L.A. So after attending an art show, the Dune actor waited for a ride outside and was picked up in Kylie's car. And then one of Kylie's security guards hops out and then starts driving Chalamet's car. And they drove behind Jenner until they got to the restaurant. A source has confirmed to Entertainment News that the 25-year-old makeup mogul and the 27-year-old Oscar nominee are dating. However, according to the source, it's like nothing serious right now. They're just getting to know each other. You're the Kardashian know-it-all. What do you think? This is crazy. How did they meet? What the hell is Timothy Chalamet (laughs) doing hanging out with the Kardashians? And honestly, would you want just watching... I don't want him. I don't want him to get mixed up in it. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Like, he needs to stay focused. We're excited for Dune 2. I just want him to like stay over here. Can you name one? Because wait, it's all girls, right? No, there's there's a guy no, Kardashian, Rob, right? Rob, Rob, that's right. Guy. Okay. Yeah, they have a brother. Rob okay, Kardashian. fine. Think about any of the people that have come into the family. So and, far, and, and, Travis and, and Courtney are going strong, and I'm really happy about that. For how they long seem now? like really happy. They just got married. They've been okay. friends for years. But what about I, the other ones? <laughs> okay. Like, which one y'all want to talk about? No. Kanye West. No. Black China. No. Y'all want to talk about, um, what's the other one that cheated on her all the time? Stop. What's that guy's name? Tristan Thompson. I'm just saying, like, y'all, you really want to enter into that family? Because you don't come out on the best side. We'll see what happens. This is Jess, and that was your top three. Change of plans. I had an idea to come on this morning and do an episode of The Singles Table, which is where, as the single person on the show, we uh, kind of make fun at and kind of give you an idea of how ridiculous dating can be nowadays with stories that are in the news. This one actually happened here in Maryland, and the headline is funny enough. And I was like, oh, this is – I can't believe this literally happened in Baltimore. This is wild. I mean, the headline is that a woman got basically robbed on her first date. That alone – Pretty funny, right? Like, how does that happen? But as you start to read into the story, it gets a, actually a pretty deep into the question of, do you ever really know who you're going on dates with, and how are you supposed to handle this? 
So I thought we have a more honest conversation about this. So yeah, that's basically the headline. There's a a Maryland. He's a not only a principal at the Phoenix Academy, but he's also he lectures over at Morgan State University. He got arrested because apparently he pulled a gun and robbed a woman yeah. on their first date. Yeah, it's terrifying. So she was actually one of his students, Aww. and at, over I guess at Morgan State, and they had gone out to have a drink on Monday in Baltimore at this place called Hazelwood Inn. I'm not sure where that is. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to her house. And then when they got there, he started accusing her of taking his phone. And she's like, I didn't take your phone. I didn't take your phone. This is all allegedly, of course. Uh, and then so he became more agitated, pulled his gun out, allegedly, and started to take her phone as collateral. And apparently at this point, she's like, oh, my gosh, like, let me help you find the phone. He's like, no, no, no. He takes her phone and he leaves, mm-hmm. literally robs her on their first date. And he is her professor. Yeah. You got to keep that in mind, right? So she, he already kind of knew who she was. So they ended up finding, she tracked the phone and it was a couple b- blocks away and they, now the police went and, and you know. And he's arrested, right? He is arrested. Uh, he's identified. Um, let me think. Let me see everything he got. Um, he's charged with armed robbery, robbery, second degree assault, theft, and three firearm offenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this story kind of scares me because I mean, especially as a woman, and Jess, I want to come to you for this, you know, how do you ever really know who you're going out with, you know? Like, I, you, you meet people, especially for those that date online, all you get is a couple of pictures and some silly quotes, and then you meet up with this complete stranger. Yeah. And I think that, I think this one is even more scary because how in the world, if you already knew the person, like, she, this was her professor. Yeah, that, that guard was already down because she thought she was okay. Right. Like, you knew this person. Mm-hmm. You might feel comfortable. Now, imagine this. You already kind of know somebody. You guys go out. You have a great date. Have a couple drinks. Maybe you're ready to go. Whatever, for whatever reason, you're heading back to your house now. And she may have even felt safe saying, come back to my place. Right. You know, mm-hmm. versus going to his place. I mean, how can you ever really feel safe? Like, when you were single, did you ever have to worry about who you were meeting up with? Well, I, you know, me, I'm I'm just like, I have a lot of anxiety about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think sometimes I can, I overthink a lot of things, but this is something I talk to some of my girlfriends a lot. And, I, and it's heartbreaking because you can't just like go out and meet somebody. You have to be strategic on where you're going, what time of day it is, sharing your location, you know? And I think it's also becoming a lot more common to like, bring a friend with you and not so much doing a one-on-one date at first just because of the safety factor something that some of my girlfriends have shared with me yeah and i hate with this where i'm sure you know again this is just an assumption but like all of the other precautions that she might have taken were out the window because she thought she could trust this person of course and i can't imagine what she's going to have to go through after the fact and what kind of trauma that caused her because this is someone that she trusted that she felt comfortable with that she thought really was like could not be more safe if since he was associated with the school or you're making that assumption that he would have been and it's really really sad we're talking about the woman that went on a date with a, uh, a professor here in maryland and actually got robbed on the first date and i'm just kind of asking the question of safety have you ever felt unsafe on dates before yeah mm-hmm. and what does that what does that look like to you um 
Or what did that look like? Okay, so I'll say, so I say like the most unsafe situation was I met a guy at a party and I wasn't aware of my surroundings and I wasn't paying attention to the fact that he kind of isolated me from everywhere else. And it wasn't so much like going into a separate room, but like we kind of went into like a different part of the property of where we were. And he wanted to go further than I wanted to. And he became forceful with me. Mm. And um, one of the scariest moments of my life. And, and in that moment, it all came to me where I've let, where like my friends aren't here. If I scream, no one can hear me. And I literally had to struggle to get away because he had me by my arm. Right. And it was, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. What do you think that I, as a guy can do to make women feel more safe on dates? Is there anything you think just off the top of your head? Because again, I hate, I'm mad. I'm mad about this because I know that finding love is already super hard. Right. It's so hard to be vulnerable and to to have to worry about all the emotional stuff you already have to go through when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. But then to also worry about things like this, is this safe? Like it's, is my life in risk by going on a date with a stranger? You Mm -hmm. know, is there anything that men can do? Like I can do to make women feel more safe. You feel like when it comes to dates, I just feel like it would be like day dates, you know, even like, like coffee and like public places at first Mm -hmm. and, and not even like parks. Like I would like, like an actual location where there's like a lot of people around. It would make me feel safer if, if, if the man in the situation was like, let's go here during the day in public. You know what I mean? It's good to know. Do you think it's immoral to lie? on your taxes. I mean, is this the kind of stuff you go to hell over people or not? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Today is tax day. And I know there are some of y'all here in the state of Maryland that uh, have a way of, of fudging the numbers a little bit. Some of y'all like to push uh, push the boundary sometimes, though, Uncle Sam. When he says y'all, he means himself. So I was telling Jess earlier, I had the same tax guy for a decade, and this guy gave me or got me so much money back. He was very expensive to use. But on the back end, y'all, I was getting ridiculous amounts of money. Mm-hmm. It was all fun and games till all of a sudden I got a tax bill last year for $500,000. Yeah, and you almost went to prison. <laughs> like, it's all fun and games, That's, so you almost went to prison? Just just for clarity, I didn't almost go to prison. But I did have to figure everything out. It was kind of a mess. But I don't know. Now that I'm using an upstanding tax person, I think I'd like somewhere, someone like in between the two. Maybe not the absolute 100% angel tax person and not someone that's 100% the devil tax person, but I don't think that I would really care if I used somebody to do my taxes or if I even knew what I was doing to do my taxes. Like you didn't do your own taxes, did you? No. Would you feel bad if you knew the person that was doing your taxes had fudged your numbers a bit, but it was to your own benefit? Would you feel guilty about that? Let me, before you answer that, let me tell you why I'm asking this. There's a survey asking that exact same question of do you find it immoral to immoral. lie on your taxes? Mm. And I'll tell you what Maryland says, okay? In this recent poll, 52% of people in the state said that cheating on your taxes is always immoral. 52? Only only half of people. That leaves 27% of people in the state that says it's eh, sometimes immoral. And 10% of people in the state of Maryland say it's never immoral to lie on your taxes. It's never. One in 10. Like if you're sitting in traffic right now, look around. One in 10 of those people say it's fine. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, honestly, do you think it's bad? To fudge your tax numbers just a little bit. You know what? I don't know if this is an issue, but it's not so much of like thinking it's immoral. I just don't want to get in trouble. But if you, let's say this, let's say your tax person came to you and you saw on there, there was a few discrepancies. Yeah. Would you sign that form or would you call that tax person out? No, because I don't want to be like you. (laughs) That 
that like month and a half with you was, it was bad, literally man. one of it the worst bad. experiences, not of your life, but of my life. I'll be honest. Seeing you go through that and having to hear you freak out about it every single day, 24-7, and how psychotic you were being, I will never, ever, ever do anything like that to put myself in a position. It was, okay, so I didn't actually know, but here's what I, here's what I did know, is that I just would send him all my tech stuff. I didn't read anything he sent back to me. I just signed it and sent it off. No, right? but you knew. But I knew when I got massive. was going down. <laughs> massive amount of money back i was like i don't I, this is this is this is more than most this is more than most so either i had an option to make either this guy's really good at doing taxes or don't ask any questions or just don't ask any questions i chose not to ask any questions mm-hmm. and it came back to bite me in the ass but now that i've got somebody that's doing them now you're complaining now i'm like damn can we just find somebody in the middle you're so <laughs> like, whack. just a smidge shady Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 